Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Ruminant Nursing Wear's Pump and Nurse Collection. All-in-one products that you can both breastfeed as well as pump hands-free in. And this uh, today's episode is also brought to you by the free five-day virtual conference, the Family Wellness Summit 2020. Uh, it's being held all online January 1st through the 5th. Registration is now open, and we will hear more about those things later on in the episode. But I think right now we're going to do a review of the week. We are. And the review of the week comes from Talia Nelson. She says, we're invaluable. Oh my gosh, I don't have any family and I'm so excited to have found this resource. Great info. This will be so helpful when my little guy arrives. Thank you. You know, I love this because like how often do we find it that people don't have anybody around them to help? You know, they're like get dropped in a place where maybe they went to college or they get transferred for work or whatever. And they don't have a lot of family. They don't have friend support. And they're just like, where do I go for my support? Where do I get the help I need? Well, I lived in Chicago for like 10 years before I had a baby and I had no idea where to go for support. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know anyone who had a baby. I had no idea anything. And it sounds like she's pregnant right now. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't say when her little guy's coming. But yeah, it's, oh my God, it's absolutely better. And usually you're like up shit's Creek. Yeah. You know, with a baby in your hand before you're like, oh my God, I I don't know where to go for help. And she's like getting the information now. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. When my first one, when I was pregnant with my first one, I lived in a different state because of military Mm. and had no one, nothing. Like it was, I didn't know what I was doing, you know, and nobody to trust. Like you don't know who to trust when you're, I didn't even know who who to have for a doctor, you know, like it was You don't know who's right because you hear all the different information and it's like, well, I don't know. Are they right or are they right? Right. Who knows? Crazy. So I'm very glad you found us. And usually people think it's their doctor that's right. And stay tuned for next week because we're going to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. It's your precursor of what's to come, right? Right. Yeah. Stay tuned. You're going to want to listen. It's going to be good. Oh, man. So today, though. Oh, wait a minute. I have to see. I'm all off my routine. Invitations. We need to send out the invitations. Yes, Yes. Yes. Definitely send us reviews, though, for sure. Before next week. Oh, my God. And we love to hear, though, about where you are. Are you pregnant listening? Are you having your baby listening? What, you know, what are you, what are you doing? And what do you like about the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. Just send us reviews. Pod, on, on, we take our reviews. iTunes. <laughs> and you can, you know, some people will shoot us messages through Instagram or whatever. But we love to hear from you. Or badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com, too. Yes. Yeah. That's also a good one. And... What are we going to talk about? Like, we're going to talk about, we're, we already told you what we're talking about next week. <laughs> yeah. But, you, you, maybe you already saw the title for today. You probably did. Yeah. Um, but I don't, yeah. If, has anybody out there ever heard, oh, your baby's just using you as a pacifier? Uh, or, or, or the other thing is, oh my God, my baby's been breastfeeding for 17 hours straight. Is, are they just using me as a pacifier? Right. Or at this point, my baby you just start to wonder. Pacifier. Yeah, like at at this point, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> this is like now I'm just pacifier. Like I'm totally useless. This is not, you know, this isn't normal. It's not useful. It's not whatever. So let's talk about that. I cannot even express how much I hate that phrase. I know. Like I hate it, and every time somebody says it to me, it's like I know they're saying it because 
when it's a mom saying it, I know she's saying it to me out of like frustration and fatigue and, you know, like being unsure if what's happening is right or wrong and if her baby's getting enough milk. Like, it's just misinformation. It's misinformation, yeah. but it makes me feel and like, fear. oh my gosh, this mom does not think she has worth for this yeah. baby right now. But when I hear a provider say it or somebody's mother say, or somebody else from outside yeah. saying it to somebody, oh my God, like it just, it makes my skin crawl. I hate it. I hate that phrase. There could be nothing further from truth. And half the time I don't even know how to respond because I'm so disgusted by it. It's just, I know. I and I think this is why, because this is the main, and I think it comes from like bottle culture. And not to like if you use a bottle, fine. I'm not talking about that being bad necessarily in this in this context. But it's like when you when you feed a baby from a bottle, there is a time where you need to stop. Otherwise, you risk you know overfeeding the baby. So you know you're feeding, and then you know you you know you look for like the signs of fullness or however whatever, and then you stop. You have to make sure to stop. Right. You know, and so and so I think we've gotten this hall, you know, with all with the other like things that everybody hates about breastfeeding. You know, we've got it in our heads that like milk, you know, being actively drank and taken in by the baby. That's good. Um, anything after that with the babies, like maybe, you know, starting to sleep or something like that, latched onto the boob. That's bad. That's bad. You need to stop. You know, like, and, and that's why I love, I almost want to change, like, the tagline of this podcast to breastfeeding is so much more than food. Right. Oh, my God. I know. Like, I feel like that is just, like, almost the basis of, oh, it's the whole basis of breastfeeding. And it's, like, the basis of a lot of the misunderstanding that goes on with breastfeeding like it is just so much more than food. I, I tell, I try to tell people that all the time. Like this is not just about how the baby is getting nutrition. Nutrition, you know, this is not it. This is not just a way to feed your baby. It goes way further than that. The nutrition that your baby is getting from this obviously is like by far better than anything else they're going to get anywhere. But it's a small portion of what they're getting out of breastfeeding. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, like if you if you make a pie chart oh, yeah. out of all the things that you get out of breastfeeding, like the milk, the food is just one slice of that. Right. And not even the biggest slice. Like I really not even it's no. Not. But you get like you said in our society where we're like, okay, the baby's fed, they should be done. They ate, changed their diaper, put them down. And yes, right. Oh and we yeah, I mean do? so like, like you, come on. And it's so undermining. It's so demeaning. It's like it gives parents the 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 impression that when their baby is not actively drinking, which I don't even know. I mean, like there's always milk around yeah. when the baby's latched on. So, you know, but but I mean, it, it, it gives them gives parents the impression that like the baby's manipulating them, mm -hmm. you know, or like, you know, that they they can't trust their baby or, you know, that they need to somehow create this distance, you know, ooh, you know, better, like, you know, it's, it comes down to the whole manipulation thing. Like, oh, I don't, you know, better not get my baby used to this bad habit or, you know, this kind of thing. And it's, it's insane. Like, your baby, you carried this baby inside of you for nine months. And then suddenly it's like, oh, cut, cut him off, put him down, put him in the other room. 
Like they, they are like they are just like fresh to this world. Right. Like every single uh, you know um element of like safety and security and you know comfort comes from being close to you. Comes to being like right there. Yes. Latched on right here at your chest. That's where they should be all the time. And I know you got to put your baby down sometimes and that's fine. But like you're they're never going to be there too much. Right. And I don't like especially in the beginning and we've had episodes about being touched out and you know like having situations where you're like oh my gosh I feel like this is the only thing I'm doing. And we know like we know that better than anybody. We know that that's yeah. a thing. We have moms that are like I can't have this baby on my boob 24/7. And we've been there. We I've have been we've there. been there. So, but what we want moms to understand and all of society is that this is not like because your baby needs this from you doesn't mean that anything's wrong, you know, and because you don't want to be giving it 24 seven sometimes. Like if we say, oh, well, your baby's not using you as a pacifier, your baby just wants to be there and be comforted. And you're like, but this isn't I can't do it 24 hours a day. We know that. We know that. Be- totally. It's, totally. It, it, we There's- get it. But we don't want you to think that there is no worth for you, that you're just a, being replaced by a piece of plastic. You know, like that. Right. Like you have. To- that's what I. It- I'm sorry. Ah! Pacifiers <laughs> were our replacement for the mother. It's not the other way around. You know, exactly. It's Yeah. Ugh. You know, your, your baby is absolutely, totally normal. For wanting to do this, because you're right, people start to think something's wrong, I'm doing something's wrong, something's wrong with my baby, there's not enough milk, you know, oh my god, you know, no, 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 this is like, this is a sign that everything is going well, you know, this is totally normal behavior for your baby, uh, and it's also totally normal for you to feel touched out and overwhelmed and and and, and tired and all of that, right. that's totally normal. But that doesn't mean they're you using know. you. But that doesn't mean something's wrong, right. you know, this is just, this is new parenthood this is like how it goes and their baby your baby is totally normal and healthy but yeah like the pacifier it's like become such a thing it's like oh just stick the pacifier and then in the hospital they kept doing that to my baby too they kept putting it in i kept taking it out i kept taking it out and putting it in the garbage and i turn around there'd be another one in his mouth oh my god And i'm like what just like just give him to me like I, you know, and actually I will say I, I didn't have all of that, but I remember reading like a little bit about breastfeeding when I was pregnant, not enough and not at all like good information, but it was like, you know, minimize like your use of pacifiers. So I was like, okay. So I was like, I remembered that. So I was like, take that out of his mouth. And they're like, no, the sucking is comforting to him. And like, I didn't even put two and two together at the time, like then put him on my lap. You know, he was in the little plastic box next to my bed. Yeah. Well, I'm right here, and we're sticking a pacifier in his mouth. Because everybody thinks you know, that that's it's what not you like, would want before, you know, like it's, oh, God. It's, you know, and it wasn't like I was like, oh, my God, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm so overwhelmed, and I have no help, and, you know, please take the baby for a while, and, you know, let, so I could take a shower, and just give him a pacifier. Um, it wasn't that. It, like, it was day one. Oh my and they're God. like, put the pacifier in the mouth. It's comforting to him. Like, even they, nobody was like, Oh, baby on boob. No pacifier needed. Oh. But it also can can give like a a mixed message because I remember one time when I was still working in the hospital 
and there was a mom and baby. The baby was actually in special care, and I cannot remember exactly why, but they were bringing the baby back and forth for mom to feed. And I was in the room with her, and they brought the baby in, and the baby is, like, sucking away at this pacifier, like, so hard. And they had the baby had just, I think the baby had just fed, and they were bringing him back or something, and the nurse was like, he's still hungry. He didn't get enough to eat. And I go, well, why do you think that? And she goes, because he's sucking so hard on this pacifier. And I go, maybe it's because he's separated from his mother. He's in special care without his mother. Yeah, like, right. that's probably more of what's going on. But everybody's like, oh, my gosh, the baby's sucking hard. On, you know, the baby really must. He's not, trying to get milk. Like, he didn't have he's enough. Starving. He needs more because he's got, you know, the, he's frantically sucking on this pacifier. Like, he's also separated from his mom on day one of his life. Like, how about we think about that connection for a minute? Right. It is really, really like pacifiers should be the last resort that we go to. And I will suggest them to parents at times if it's a situation where mom does need that break, you know, and she just needs to be like, oh, my gosh, I have to go to the bathroom or the baby's really fussy or, you know, something. And I need help or somebody else has the baby and trying to overfeed. That's another big situation, like caretakers yeah. that are you know, oh, the baby just looks like they want more food. So we just keep giving them more bottles. It's like, maybe they just want to suck. You need to kind of yeah. like, you know, soothe the baby if mom's not there. But never, ever would I tell a mom, oh, well, the baby's just using you. It's pacifier. The baby's just using you because they want to suck. And here you are. How convenient. Now you're a pacifier. Yeah, the schedule, the schedule for breastfeeding is every two hours. So, you know, just breastfeed for two hours and then they need a pacifier after that. That's nonsense. Yeah. I've heard that before, that too. Baby, 15 yeah, minutes you, on one side, 15 minutes on another side, and then put the fat pacifier in. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. My God. Your baby can stay latched to you 24-7 for infinite amount of time. Nothing is wrong. You never, ever, ever have to question breastfeeding, no. like your baby being latched on. You never, ever have to question that. Is it too much? Is it too long? Is this a bad habit? That's all. You don't have to worry about any of that. When you're bottle feeding, you actually do have to worry about you do. that. Yeah, you do have to worry about but that. But it's so much easier with, but you don't have to think about anything. But especially. There's never, ever going to be on there for too long. And you know, ever. In the early days when your baby is like getting acclimated to the world, mm -hmm. that's where they need to be. They need and your to milk. know they're safe. Yeah, and your you're supply, trying to your like, milk supply. trying to get your milk supply ready. Yeah, it's so it's wonderful for that. Just keep your baby on there, and and your body will make that milk. Yeah, you know, it's like they one of the one of the biggest things I hear a lot, like when I do breastfeeding classes, and I just did one this week, so it's like right there in my head. But I'm saying, you know, other mother, the pregnant mom said, other moms tell me how overwhelming and time consuming breastfeeding is. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah. but so is. is being a mother. Parent, parenting. Parenting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Parenting. So it's not, it's not the, you know, we can label that as a breastfeeding thing, but it's not, it's being a mom. And what it comes down to is like your baby needs you. And that's how your baby knows that they're safe is when they're with you. And it is definitely, I think we don't prepare mothers enough for how overwhelming that is. No, you know, we it's just so don't, true. we don't prepare them for that. And you've got partners that are upset that the baby doesn't want to be with them. And you've got people that are telling you, oh, well, just put the baby down and let him cry and just go do your own thing well, and they'll figure it out and let somebody else have him. And you're not letting other people hold him enough. And your baby needs you because, like you said earlier, they were physically attached to your body. 
for nine months. Yeah, we prepare people by saying like, okay, you need a crib, you need to, you know, here's the steps for cry it out. Here's all this stuff. Here's how you're going to prepare to like um, give yourself balance and give yourself that time that you need. And And that's, you know, that's not the best way. You know, that's not those ways are actually, you know, there's a lot of research around how these ways that can be harmful. And, the, you know, and then we tell people, don't share a bed. Don't 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 keep your baby onto the breast too long. Don't. And it's like these are the things you should be doing. These are the things that are actually going to allow you to lie down and rest. These are the things that are going to help your baby stay attached and comforted and secure and your milk supply full and all of this. This is how these are the answers. All the things that all this fear mongering around all of this stuff are actually is like the answer that how humans have been around for so long. Right. Right. And let's talk more about that after a word from our sponsor. Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by Rumina Nursingwear's Pump and Nurse Collection. Are you looking for a bra or tank top you can do both breastfeeding and hands-free pumping in? Don't want to completely disrobe to put on a different pumping top? Rumina Nursingwear's Pump and Nurse Collection has helped thousands and thousands of breastfeeders reach their breastfeeding goals by offering all-in-one products that breastfeeders can easily nurse and pump hands-free in. With their simple hands-free pumping design... Breastfeeders don't need to worry about disrobing completely or putting on additional pumping straps or tops. All of Rumina's products are comfortable to wear all day and supportive for busy, multitasking people like you. Badass breastfeeding listeners can receive an exclusive 20% off on Rumina's Pump and Nurse collection by visiting Rumina's website, pumpandnurse.com, pumpandnurse.com, and use promo code BB. 19, as in badass breastfeeder, BB19. And today's episode is also brought to you by the Family Wellness Summit 2020. And Diane and I are both going to be a part of this. It's very exciting. It's hosted by The Real Woo! Crunchy Mama, who you can follow on Instagram. Uh, this, fi- this free five-day virtual conference is being held all online January 1st through the 5th, meaning you can watch it from anywhere, anytime, or any device. The summit is geared toward anyone interested in living a more natural lifestyle, and there are over 40 presenters, including doctors, educators like us, and world leaders in holistic modalities, natural remedies, and family health care. Some topics include breastfeeding, midwifery, chiropractic care, homeopathy, herbal remedies, and so much more. Registration has begun for the free pass. And you can also pre-order an all-access pass for $89. This is a great value that gives you access to all videos for one year, plus extras such as downloads, bonus videos, discounts, coupons, and special discounted packages created for all-access pass holders. You guys are not going to want to miss this. So if you are a natural newbie or just crunchy curious or already holistic mama, go to family, no, go to www.com familywellnesssummit2020.com. I'm going to say it again. www. You have to put in the www. She told me, otherwise it doesn't go to her website. <laughs> www.familywellnesssummit2020.com and register today. And if you didn't hear that or any of those things, the codes and the links, you can find them all at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, um, along with all of our breastfeeding resources, 
along with all of our over 100 episodes and information about scheduling your very own personal lactation consultation with Diane over there. Yes, with me over here. Absolutely. (laughs) We can talk more about pacifiers. So what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, pacifiers. (laughs) So, like, as we said, it's not... If you're a mama that doesn't mind using a pacifier, that's fine. Like, that's not what we're get. Like, we're not, like, anti-pacifier people. We are anti-the-babies-using-you no, I, I lo- people. Like, that <sighs> is what we are right now. Totally. At least for this episode. I tried to use a... Yeah. I, I, <laughs> they put the pacifier in Jack's mouth so much in the hospital that I was like, ah, don't do that. And then, like, a couple months later, I was, like, trying to get a pacifier in his mouth because I was like, God... <sighs> I need a minute. And I kept trying to jam pacifiers in both my baby's mouths and they wouldn't take them. Yeah, my kids wouldn't take them either. I always ask families, like, are you, do you want to give one? Because some families really don't. They don't want their baby to have a pacifier, which is fine. You know, it's your, and then there are some people who are it's like, not I needed. Want to. It's not, no, it's not. You will ever and never, ever, ever need a pacifier, ever. Don't ever let anybody tell you that pacifier, how pacifier is like a necessary part of breastfeeding or parenting or anything. It is not necessary. It's only if you want it. I mean, what it comes down to is your baby, when they are born, this is a very primal thing. And they do not know how to calm themselves, how to regulate their mood, how to deal with the world around them, how to, you know, acclimate to the lights and the sounds and everything that is happening around them and they don't know how to soothe and sucking is very soothing so like when when that nurse said that to you like that's the only thing that babies know how to do that calms them being skin to skin the only thing yes and being skin to skin will help them to learn how to regulate but the sucking is very very calming for them so honestly like the pacifier thing if you think about it that is you hand a baby to someone else and they use a pacifier, but the baby comes to you and they want to be with you, right? Pacifiers are not like, okay, we have to have this for the baby. Like that is not, babies just need to figure out how to soothe. I think that we totally underestimate how stripped down oh my God. and how primal and how all of that is for a newborn. You know, I think that we just, and I, and even with Exley, he's five and I sometimes I am just like, you know what? I'm sick of your tantrums, man. I mean, I don't say this to him, <laughs> but, uh, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sick of this. Like, you're five already. Like, aren't you supposed to grow out of this by now? And then in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, he's only five. He's been on this planet for five years. Right. That's what? it. He doesn't have a job like, yet? Come on. <laughs> right. On. Yeah. He doesn't know how to control those damn <laughs> behaviors already. I mean, I mean, in a baby that's just got here, like they're not, they are literally just, literally just removed from the womb. Like they have nothing. They know and have nothing. They're literally, they're still trying to figure out how to breathe. Right. You know, they're learning these basic things. Like we cannot expect them to like self-soothe in any kind of way, in any kind of way, even in a dysfunctional way like me. Like, they don't have any of that, you know? They haven't developed, like, anything. I, I really don't think that we completely get it. 
And they're like, oh, they're just manipulating you. They're on there too much. You got to start teaching them. You got to start regulating them. You got to start restricting them and limiting and, and, you know, in schedules. And uh, oh my God. Let them figure it that out. That is not, you know? that's the last thing that they need. They need to know that you're there. That's what they need. That, that's all. They just need to be like right at your chest. I mean, they just, they just need you. And then once they figure it out, they don't as much anymore. And I always tell them, like, if you don't, like, your baby's going to figure it out. They're going to figure out how to soothe. They're going to figure After something out. After a long time. Because right. this is the other thing that I get a lot of messages like, my baby's a year and a half. You know, they're still nursing a lot. They're still nursing through the night. Like, when are they going to start to self-soothe? Eh, not right now. Uh-uh. They've, like, they're literally still a baby. I had a mom in um, or a part of my breastfeeding class the other day. And one of the women said my aunt told me that when she tried to wean her baby at like I don't know a year or a year and a half or something like that like it was so hard and the baby would did not want to wean and refused to eat and would have tantrums and scream and they wouldn't eat he wouldn't eat regular food and da, 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 da. like and she was kind of talking about it as oh my gosh should I not should I be concerned about this that my baby's going to do this when I try to wean a year or, you know, however down the line that happens to be. I mean, she's pregnant and this was what she was told. Right. Mm-hmm. And I go, if you think about it, like you're trying to take something away from an infant, a baby, like, I mean, yeah, it was a year and a half or whatever, but that's still a baby. You're trying to take something that they've known since the first minute of their life. Mm-hmm. Like that is all they've known. And we are like, oh, it's just a way to feed them. It is not. You can't replace, you can't just like take it away and expect it to be okay. It's just, they need that comfort of being close to you. And yes, the sucking is part of that because it is comforting, but they're not like using you. It is not wrong in any way, shape or form. They're not using you as a pacifier. And people say, oh yeah. When people, they go to their pediatricians and they say, my baby is feeding constantly, constantly. So whenever I, and they say, oh yeah, your baby's just using you as a pacifier. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. You just feed them and you put, you know, like da da da, you give them the pacifier and, and that's that. What I usually say, because I had a mom that said to me the other day, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. The baby is just feeding all the time. I have learned over the years to say, okay, tell me about, Tell me about that. Like, how, how long is all the time? How often is all the time? Tell me what that looks like. Well, probably like every two hours. Like, yeah, that's normal. That's pretty normal. But when you don't know that that's normal, of course it feels mm-hmm. like all the time. But that's normal. That's what we expect. Yeah. You know, and when you're in the first days of this and you're like, and you don't realize that your baby's going to eat that often, yeah, you think that they're just like terrorizing you. And I always tell people, they're not terrorizing you. This is what they do. This is what they have to do. It's just, it right. just is. This is normal it's, and you are doing great. Like you're doing, this is what you're supposed to be doing by answering those, by responding to the needs and, and breastfeeding them as much as possible. That's what you should be doing. Right. And you're doing a good job when you do that. Yep. You're doing, you know, you're doing, you're meeting their needs. You're responding to their needs. Absolutely. Yeah, you're not you're not like giving in. You're not you're not being manipulated. You're not being weak. You're not, you know, not teaching them 
you know, important life skills. <laughs> no, you're meeting their needs. Like, that's it. That's all you're doing. I know. And, you know, Je- and, and I don't expect anybody to do what I did. But as an example, I decided to breastfeed my kids until they stopped on their own. And, you know, we did a lot of boundary work and stuff around along the way, which helped me be able to do that. But at the end, Jack finally weaned at six and a half years old. And, you know, breastfeeding at the end looked very different, of course, than it did when he was a newborn. Towards the end, it was just to go to sleep at night. But he wasn't drinking milk. He was latching on and suckling himself to sleep. And, and, you know, you don't, you know, again, nobody has to breastfeed that long if they don't want to. That's fine. If you don't want to, like, I totally get it. Um, but, but, but that's proof that it's not just about, it's not at all. Breastfeeding is so much more than food. Mm-hmm. It's not just about them drinking that milk. And they, it takes a long time for them to move through that phase. I mean, he's eight now and he's, you know obviously like very different than he was when he was a baby there's a lot of things he can do to like you know soothe himself when he's upset he still needs me all the time every minute of the day Uh he's eight but you know people are like oh my god i can't wait eight years for them to you know not need me well they're always gonna need you they will always you know that's it's 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 all you know won't always look like breastfeeding but you know you breastfeeding them is not it's not dysfunctional ever. Like you never ever have to question the health or the you know the, the physical or psychological or emotional health of breastfeeding ever. It's always healthy, and you can always just needed. trust them. You can always need it, and you can always trust them. If they're latching on, they're actually latched on. Then it's you know you can't force them. You know they're doing it because they need it. You know, and everybody's journey is different with it. You know, like everybody's journey is different. Some babies have more need than other babies. Some babies, you know, like it just, it's so different for everybody. And I think we look at social media and we look at all these Facebook groups and we look at all the things we're like, well, you know, that mom, her baby doesn't do this. This baby doesn't do this. You know, why is this baby sleeping better than this baby? Why do I have to nurse my baby to sleep when that person's not nursing their baby to sleep? And why does my baby have to be on the boob all the time? Their baby isn't. Why do I have to latch my baby like this? Look at that person can latch their baby, you know, however they want to. Like they're, it's all different. And you need to have your journey the way you want to have your journey. You know, it's just, we can't look at it and be like, okay, my baby is doing A, B, and C and this is wrong. Because it's not. There is no wrong, really. You know, like it, there is, if you're nurturing, you're responding to your baby's needs, you're nurturing your baby, you're doing it the way you want to, then that's that's the way it should be. Right. And you can't listen to people that are like, oh, they're just using you as a pacifier because that's just not true. That's not even a thing. But how demeaning that's is that? It's not a thing. You know? It's so demeaning. So demeaning, to especially if somebody is like, has no problem with it. Like for a mother that has no problem just having her baby at the breast all the time or having her baby close to her all the time. And for somebody to be like, Oh, well your baby's just using his pet. Like that completely undermines that mother's parenting choices. And that's not okay. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, it's a, (laughs) right. It's so stupid that like, yeah, people are usually perfectly fine with what they're doing 
breastfeeding all the time, breastfeeding in public, whatever. And somebody else has something to say about it. It's like, well, nobody's bothered but you. She's fine. <laughs> they're just sitting there. Then they're sitting there minding their own business. And you come up with all your like all your comments that are wrong, by the way. And, you know, I don't know. I, I you know, h- here come the holidays. And so, you know, we're going to be breastfeeding around like people extended family you know friends and people that are probably going to have lots of things to say and mm-hmm. you know you can educate them if you want breastfeeding is so much more than food yes please take and, this know, moment really- to spread the sure, podcast yeah. info along the planet because that is definitely feel comfortable saying that to people i love it when a mom says to me i wanted to breastfeed because i saw this person breastfeeding her baby and I thought it was amazing. So that made me want to breastfeed my baby too. Like you have no yeah. idea what you could be doing for somebody else when you are breastfeeding in public or spreading yeah. information or educating somebody else about how you do things for your baby. Like that is so powerful. It really is. And there's little kids around you. Maybe you have other kids or your or there's nieces and nephews or cousins around, you know, they're going to hear the comments. They hear the conversations and you can keep it positive and normalize the breastfeeding for everyone. Because, you know, there might be some older folks that it's just lost on, you know, honestly. But, like, there's going to be other kids and other stuff in the room that are going to hear this. They're going to grow up around it. And they're going to they're gonna go, oh, my aunt. You know, I saw my aunt breastfeeding at Christmas once. And she was, you know, totally normal about it. And they're just going to, like, yeah. remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I hear about it all the time. It really, it's important. It really is. So definitely do some educating around it. If somebody says something to you about it, your baby's eating again. Your baby's shooting you with a pacifier. You're like, you know what, we're, I don't, you know, out at this holiday party right now, my baby's a little overstimulated by all the noise and is, I'm, I'm keeping him safe. Shut up. Go away. Yeah. Have another drink. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Go eat some more cookies, Aunt Sally. I don't know. What do you want to say to these people? But it's just, yes. uh holidays, I tell you. So it's all good. If your baby's on your breast right now and you feel like it's been forever and like something's wrong. It's okay. It's not. No, it's fine. But stay tuned for next week. Yes, thank you for listening. (laughs) Right, yes. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye.